Did you know that when we suppress traumatic experiences or perhaps even personality traits that others tell us are not good or we shouldn't have, that in fact, these experiences or personality traits don't necessarily leave who we are as a human being. That in fact, these experiences and personality traits end up going into our subconscious mind, which then about 85% of the day we are being governed and programmed by. So today, as we continue to talk a little bit more further as to how to prepare for 2020, the end of 2020, Saturn, Jupiter conjunct, as well as 2021 and beyond to stay sovereign, sovereign we're gonna be looking at what exactly shadow work is and why it's very, very important to actually have a practice of shadow work in our lives today in order to truly stay sovereign moving forward in our lives. So welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind, and spirit and to bring in an enlightened society as this old one crumbles. Satnam and God morning. Welcome to another episode of the Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast. I'm really, really excited to continue to dive deep into this conversation this week as it relates to how to bring in 2021 and the end of 2020 in full sovereignty. And if you've been with me, you can catch some of the replays here on my podcast. I've been sharing with you first, cosmically, the astros, what it is that is going to be happening here at the winter solstice at the end of this month. And then yesterday, I dove a little bit deeper into explaining to you all how we are changing physically, emotionally, energetically, spiritually as human beings and why it's so important for us to actually have systems, tools, technologies to help us thrive in this new age of consciousness. And so today I want to talk a little bit further about how to prepare for this new age of consciousness. And specifically today, I want to talk a lot about shadow work and what exactly shadow is, because a sovereign woman and a yogi has no shadows. Through our own self-awareness, we become basically aware of these aspects of ourselves that perhaps we have oppressed for a very long time. And we'll talk a little bit also about how to become aware as to when you are actually in front of your experiencing shadow work in itself. So let's get right into it. Uh, shadow work. So let's look a little, let's talk a little bit about that. One of the first times that I ever even heard the term shadow work was actually a while ago, it was probably like seven years ago when I started to really study the Swiss Swiss psychiatrist Carl Jung. Not sure if you have ever heard of him, but he he does a lot of work as it relates to the shadow work. But I was actually studying his work also uh, as it relates to archetypes and learning about the archetypes of the world and and understanding uh, my own psychology. But Carl Jung spoke a lot about the shadow work, and basically what he was talking about is we have these instances in our life that uh, we are basically told that we shouldn't act that way. We shouldn't behave that way. We shouldn't have these feelings, emotions, and thoughts. And those instances, when we're being told not to be all that we are, we basically learn these mechanisms to then oppress, to then hide, to then not make obvious these these personality traits or these these experience even that that others are basically telling us that are not good 
for us. And this is can be easily be described as even I remember for myself, and I'll share with you all my own uh, personal story with uh, shadow work, because it's very deep. Uh, a lot of us think that we, we acquire these shadow aspects of ourselves only in on this lifetime. And especially in our childhood, you know, we we look at how we were raised and, and, and for a girl, especially for a woman, uh, I don't know about you, but for me, I know growing up, I was definitely told a lot to just be a good girl, to be, to not really be out there. Don't get a lot of attention. Don't express my voice. Don't um, just be a quiet Catholic girl. That's really what, what the message was because getting attention was not something that that women did or girls did and speaking out and, and leading uh, was not something that was basically uh, pushed on us or, or even, uh, even celebrated within us. And it wasn't uh, to the point because I had a very, very strong um, mother and I still do. She's incredibly strong and vibrant, but I think more than anything for her, the reason that she uh, raised us that way, or she wanted us to be that way is because she didn't want us to get hurt you know, she associated, and this is again a program uh, of basically you getting attention, meaning you're going to probably also get hurt in one way or another. And that's not the way uh, women are supposed to be. And so when we are raised in that way, or for men, men, you know, crying, don't cry, don't be a weakling, uh, don't show your emotions don't show your anger you know how many of us were were raised where we became angry and then we got in trouble for being angry well all of those reasons all of those things that may have happened to you in your childhood what happens is that when you basically don't honor that aspect of yourself you still have that aspect of who you are within you but you basically tuck it and you hide it in the subconscious mind and then this subconscious mind is then triggered through experiences in your life and the shadow actually becomes like energetically a separate entity because it's not truly who you are it's the program and the way that we start to actually see it show up in our lives is when we actually see repeated lessons that we keep repeating over and over painful usually right we also uh, see it in in the experiences that we're attracting that that show us, you know, where it is that we are projecting, because a big aspect of of, uh, of these shadows are that you are always consistently projecting out what it is that you're trying to hide, and that's the whole thing about the age of Aquarius. If the age of Aquarius, there's eyes everywhere, and your energy actually speaks louder than your words, and so your energy is then projecting out these shadows that you're hiding within you that are then basically co-creating the reality that you're experiencing. So the shadow shows up in the programs and how you project. It shows up as you not feeling whole and complete because you're literally a fragmented self. You're, you're broken up into pieces, imagine it that way, because you're hiding aspects of yourself that you don't want anyone to know anything about. And I know for me, I know when I was growing up, uh, I was incredibly social, right? And this is when I started to discover that shadow work is actually not just in our childhood and when we are growing up. Uh, because, it, of course, a huge portion of, 
of the shadows that we hide are because we were not allowed to truly freely be ourselves. And, and again, I believe that most of our parents were doing the best that they could. They like, it wasn't done intentionally. They were working through their own traumas, right? And they were projecting out and they were, mine or my mom, all she did was try to protect me, right? And that was her way of showing love, right? But the shadow doesn't necessarily always just come from what happened to us in this childhood or in this life. And this is how I started to put the pieces together in my life. And I believe that a lot of women are actually going through this with what I'm going to share with you all today, which is why it's so important for us to actually do this type of inner work so that we don't carry these shadows with us 2020, 2021 and beyond, because in, in the age of Aquarius, this is why this world feels like a mental institution right now, because the shadows are basically leading. They're, they're, they, they're an entity that takes over and governs your life and only the guilty attack. And so a lot of people are being basically led by the, the, these shadows, but it doesn't just happen in your adult or childhood life. Because for me, what I discovered was that these shadows actually came even from past lifetimes. Now, one thing that did happen to me when I was a young child is I would always, after school, I would always like hang out with my friends afterwards. And my mom was such a worry wart. You know, she just worried so much that she, I always got in trouble for, you know, spending an extra 10 to 15 minutes late uh, from after school, right? And so she would always tell me, you better not be coming home late. You better not be coming home late. You better not be coming home late. And then one day, I think I was nine years old around that time. And, and through my own inner work, I started to discover this shadow and then it led me to past lifetimes when I started to see that this shadow had been with me for a very, very long time. But what happened to me when I was a child was that there was, I was walking home one day and there was a, a TV producer from the local station. It was a Spanish uh, uh, station, a Spanish uh, TV station. And they were actually recording a video. They were recording commercials in front of this really popular restaurant where I grew up. And as I was coming home, the producer asked me if I would uh, produce, if I would actually create a commercial with him promoting their TV station. And I had remembered that my mom said I would get in trouble if I would come home late, right? But I was so excited. I was like eight or nine. I wasn't shy at all. I had my little friend with me and my friend actually was in the commercial with me, but she didn't speak at all. But I was like, yeah, I want to do this. Heck yeah. So I did this commercial, right, for the TV producers. It was a, a local TV station. And then when I got home, uh, eight or nine years old, I was trying to explain to my mom why I was late. And she did not let me explain. And I got in a lot of trouble. I got, I even got a whooping. I remember she took out the belt and I got in a lot of trouble. And that started a program in me that basically started to become something in me that said, don't shine your light. Otherwise you're going to uh, basically suffer the, the consequences. So my, through my own inner work, through my own inner child work, I've been able to heal that aspect. And I was able to see it as a blockage that continued to come up in my life whenever I was growing and whenever I was moving into higher levels of, of who I was, whenever I started to really shine my light, because I've always been out in the public, even prior to me being a spiritual wellness counsel, counselor, I always uh, basically was part of nonprofit boards. I, I did speeches. I was always in front of a lot of people. And it was always something that drove me that, that made me feel excited and passionate. 
But this little aspect of my fear would always pop up, especially as I was growing and growing and growing. So I, I, I received the awareness through my own inner work that it absolutely had to do with this time where my mother basically had told me, you know, I got in trouble for shining my light. And as I continued to do my work, I went back deeper into many, many other lifetimes. And I actually saw, I've always been the person that's always cold. And I realized through my own meditations, my own inner work, that there was a time that as a woman, I was actually stepping into my power and I was sharing holistic healing. There have been other times too, but this one was really, really clear. And actually I was sharing um, healing uh, modalities and I ended up being killed for that. And my body was actually left in an in a area where it was really, really cold and I died of, of being frozen. That was one aspect. There's other times when I know many of us, especially as women, we were burned at the stake, right, for healing others. We were uh, called witches. We were, there were so many things that we have suffered through where we have wanted to step into our own power and things have blocked us. And that is a big, big aspect of the shadow because those, those uh, feelings, those experiences, as I've talked about before in ancestral karma healing, they get passed down to you. And so beyond what had happened to me as a child with that experience with my mother, I started to discover the layers of where I was basically afraid to step into my power because of other times where I had been killed or I had been murdered or something had happened where I wasn't able to fully show up. And this could be happening to you as well, where, you know, you're moving into your truth and your satnam, but maybe you grew up in a household or perhaps in a past life, you were told basically not to express yourself, not to share your voice, not to come from a place of authenticity, not to share of your gifts and talents, right? Because that would be considered something crazy or weird. And these are all shadows that live within us. But to a yogi, and the reason I say a yogi is because a lot of people think that being a yogi has to do with bending your body and doing crazy things, which that does happen. But the first thing that needs to happen before that is you have to have full control of your mind. So a true yogi is in control of the mind. And for a yogi, there are no shadows. And it's not because... Bluetooth is connected. And it's not necessarily because the there are no a, a, a aspects of ourselves that have been hidden. It is because through our own inner work, through our own basically going within, what happens is that you start to become aware. You start to become self-aware. And when you are self-aware, you don't have any shadows. You become best friends with those shadows. You basically learn how to work with them and navigate around them. And a yogi is one that unloads the subconscious and that's the thing you know it's not just unloading the subconscious of everything that we've experienced in this world but it's also unloading the subconscious of the ancestral karma and the things that were passed down to us right down in, in this lifetime right and the ability to then alchemize that and to see it as it is as a shadow and bringing the light to it right bringing the awareness that's why self-awareness is not something that a lot of people have and a lot of people want because as you start to become more self-aware these these experiences can be painful i mean imagine tucking under the rug something that someone told you that you were horrible about and then having to face it of course it's not fun you're going to have to feel those feelings that kept that experience under the rug for such a long time but the thing is, is that as you start to feel those feelings, a beautiful things start to happen. 
first and foremost, and, and it can get to the point, and I've had women actually tell me this, that they're literally afraid of when they're going within and doing the inner work that they'll even die. They are, they are afraid that they won't come back from, from, from even their meditation practice because it is so scary to face those experiences in, in our, in their lives. So I totally understand. But the thing is, is that when you go beyond these programs, when you actually start to befriend the shadow, there's ultimate freedom. There's ultimate sovereignty. There's no more programs. There's an ability for you to truly share from your heart authentically without being afraid that somebody's going to come after you. And there's all the, there's this feeling of conviction of truth of who we truly are. And the thing is, is that if we don't start to do integrate this type of work, this inner work, moving forward, there's going to be even more suffering because truly that's why, why people are really, really upset right now. The reason that people, there's a shortage of toilet paper is because people are basically trying to gather because they feel that their, even their lowest needs will not be met. And that's a clear sign of the subconscious, of the shadows that have basically kept that human being in prison. Because if you if you have this mentality that even your most basic me needs will not be met, then we're talking about some serious shadows that are blocking you from feeling whole and complete. And that's what this whole world is experiencing. So one thing we cannot bypass is our own inner healing. One thing we cannot bypass is understanding our shadows and bringing them to the light so that we can learn to maneuver around them and make them our best friends. You know, in this dual universe, so we live in a polarity. There's light and dark. So it's not about judging. You don't necessarily want to call your shadows something negative. There is, there's, there's a positive aspect of the shadows too, which is when we suppress our gifts and our talents, right? That's, that's a shadow because we're suppressing it because we're afraid of being basically hung or, or burned at the stake, right? So it doesn't necessarily, this is not something that you want to take in as negative or positive. This is all having to do with awareness, just awareness, self-awareness, because you cannot change whatever it is that you are not aware of. And it's very important for us to now be able to use these ancient tools, this, these techniques, you know, that were, that came to us 7,000 years ago to rewire, unload the subconscious. And so that we can truly befriend our shadows so that they don't project out, so that they don't continue to create these programs, these cycles of drama, these cycles of addiction, these cycles of not feeling worthy. And so that we could truly live in full sovereignty, whole and complete. And that is our birthright. That is, that's the reason our soul even incarnated. And Lizzie says, how beautiful that through that moment led you to the inner work shadow uh, led you here inner work shadow work it is beautiful it is absolutely and that's what I call a miracle it's a shift in perception because you can look back and you can say wow those moments that I once considered to be my deepest pains right I can now see them as ammunition as fuel to actually help me become who I am today and that's where you look back and you're like, nothing has ever gone wrong. If I wouldn't have experienced that, I wouldn't have ever learned about shadow work. I wouldn't have ever learned about how to keep my shadows in the light. I would have never learned anything about sovereignty. So you want to get to a point in your life 
like what Lizzie is saying, where you can connect the dots. And a lot of people have talked about connecting the dots, you know, like Steve Jobs, but he said this when he was dying already, you know, that you'll look back and you're going to connect the dots and, and it's all going to make sense. But we don't want to wait until we leave these, these bodies, right? And we want to be able to let go of our grievances. We want to be able to make best friends with our shadows. And we want to be able to accept ourselves fully because that's the only way we're going to be whole and complete and truly be able to heal. So shadow work is an important aspect of what it is that you need to do in order to truly stay sovereign and move into sovereignty in 2021 and beyond. And this is exactly what we practice and we integrate inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, a virtual women's community where every week we have specific classes to really work through the shadows and to become aware of them and like a yogi to bring light to them so that they don't hold us back and they don't keep us in these repeated patterns. Now, all of you, especially all of you women, will have an opportunity to actually integrate this type of shadow work that I'm talking about at our three-day virtual summit happening December 19th through December 21st, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We're going to climax on the 21st with the winter solstice, Jupiter, Saturn conjunction Aquarius that hasn't happened for hundreds and hundreds of years. And we're going to use this energy to bring light to the shadows so that we can basically learn how to keep them on a leash and learn how to maneuver around them. You'll be integrating specific energy work these three days to help you raise your frequency, change your emotions, thoughts, and feelings so that you could truly become a magnet to your authentic self, your authentic life that you're seeking to integrate. And one of the sessions that I'm really, really excited about on Monday, it's actually on the, on the winter solstice, is uh, Deja Shania. She's an embodiment coach, uh, a, a yoga teacher, meditation teacher, and a beautiful just ability to dance, uh, healing through dance. And she's going to be hosting a session for us on Monday on healing the inner child. The inner child is a little bit of a different perspective as it relates to the shadow because the inner child definitely has to do with the with the programs and the wounds that that we uh, basically adapted when we were children. But most of that inner child work is directly correlated to shadows. And through the healing of the inner child, you'll be able to also become more aware as to if there are any other past lifetimes that actually have been holding you back, because that's exactly what happened with me. I didn't begin um, with shadow work. I actually began with inner child work. And as I started to do the specific energy work, the specific uh, meditations to work through the inner child, I started to discover, and this is where the layers, it gets so interesting. I started to discover that the wound was deeper than just from this experience that I had as a child uh, with my mother. It was actually the, the actual fear that came from, from showing up into my true power came from past lifetimes where, where when I did try to do that, you know, there were some serious repercussions. And so it's, it's a blessing to be able to bring awareness to these instances in your experience, in your life, in your soul's journey, because you can liberate yourself and you can see that shadow come up as you grow and evolve so that you're able to alchemize it and not let it block you from truly blooming into who you truly are. So the inner child for me was a direct pathway to truly understanding shadow work. And on Monday in our three-day virtual summit, you'll be able to experience this type of alchemy work. So I would say for those three days, definitely prepare by maybe even, even eating a lot lighter, 
by really uh, allowing yourself to be with yourself those three days, not allowing anyone to bother you so that you could truly make some real big changes and transformation in your life. It's, it's going to be amazing. I can't, I cannot wait. Like seriously, every day I'm just like, Oh my God. So we're only like 17 days away and you can actually pick up your ticket by clicking on the link below in the description. If you're listening to our replays here on our podcast. And of course you can always find the link also in Instagram sovereignwomanmovement.com and the link is also on Instagram. So I'm excited to see the signups come in and excited to welcome you all in so you can join us in this very important work, shadow work, and learn to become more self-aware of all that that is uh, the shadows that have been holding you back for, for time and time again. So we're going to continue this conversation, of course, tomorrow with how to prepare for 2020 and the end of 2020, uh, Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, as well as 2021. And tomorrow I'm gonna to talk a little bit more about alchemy. How do you use this energy, especially during these portals that we're in, to actually transform and to change your life completely? We wanna be doing this before we move into 2021 so that as we bring in this age of Aquarius, our frequency will have changed and we will already be walking in our truth. And even if you think about like um, people that set uh, what do you call those things that uh, new year's resolutions i forgot what they were even called they're typically broken before like two weeks in january but those that start their new year's resolutions those that start their new life two to three weeks prior to the actual year beginning there's a higher probability that they will keep those resolutions that they will keep that frequency so we're being very strategic with this to to actually change all that we are accept ourselves fully by changing our frequency uh, prior to the 2021 coming in. So get ready, ladies. It's going to be a phenomenal three days of alchemy and complete surrender and acceptance. So I'm super excited to welcome you all. In. And I'll catch you again tomorrow, of course, 10 a.m. Mountain Center Time. We're going to talk a little bit more about alchemy, about how to use this energy to your advantage so it doesn't use Thank you all for subscribing, for being part of this community. Thank you for tuning in live and for listening to those replays on the podcast. You can find the Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast on anywhere where podcasts are streamed, uh, Google, Apple, Spotify, whatever it is that you like to listen to. You can also find the links in my bio as in my bio as well to join us. Thank you, ladies, so much. Thank you for adding of your beautiful wisdom. I love you all dearly, and I'll catch you all tomorrow again. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.